0: Hello and welcome to the Oi Let's Talk podcast. I'm Kate and I'm Gemma, two friends talking fitness, mindset, business and everything else in between.
1: We really mean everything. Expect banter, education and organised chaos. Your Your new new podcast podcast besties. besties. Welcome back to another episode of Oi Let's Talk. Today, we are actually going to make an entire episode about a question that we've been asked before Mm. and something that we both have had experiences of and hopefully we can end this with some positive or some kind of takeaway to avoid it happening in the future. But the question is, have you ever been bullied? Mm. Or what is your experience with bullying? And then when I thought about this, I thought about the fact that I haven't really spoken about this topic much when I was younger, but I was bullied really bad in primary school and Mm. I honestly think that that experience changed how I would feel in, like, group settings and also impacted my confidence. Yeah. And I know that you've spoken about your experience with bullying before as well, so we're probably going to go deep on a bit of trauma dumping and then we'll go into... Trauma? trauma? That's not it.
0: Trauma (laughs) dumping? (laughs)
1: another coffee trauma dumping (laughs) yeah wow
0: trauma dumping
1: trauma dumping there we go so i'm just gonna jump straight into it Mm. and then you're gonna
0: dump straight fuck off i hate the word dump (laughs) i actually can't jump straight we're gonna jump
1: straight into it and to answer the question yes i have been bullied before um my memory would be when i was in primary school i used to have a birthmark. That was quite this prominent. This is so
0: random. I know.
1: I'm gonna get my mum to send me photos to show you, so then you can see. We need
0: proof because need... I don't believe this. Okay. Am I bullying you right I now? Think I'll you say I, don't I think you are. I think you're it. negging me. No, but, but I, I mean, like I actually just.
1: Yeah, I remember. I go- can't believe it. I remember it. going to a consult when I was younger to get like a laser to lighten it on my face. Yeah, right. But essentially, I had a brown birthmark from my forehead down to under my eye that made like a clock face yeah. like imagine my face is a clock wow it's gonna it's gonna start crying <laughs> but essentially um I was getting bullied and called like nine o'clock and like what even insult is that but it's all just like someone in primary school in you primary say. school yeah right? wow so I think it was mainly boys and it was just that and then I think something that I have learned a lot now is like if someone would say something mean I wasn't very good at being like who cares and like flipping it on them I would be reactive mm. which I would never do now um, but so in primary school it was to do with how I looked and then I remember like playing like is it 40 40 mm. like hiding behind a tree and then like I wasn't actually playing they were all just running away from me <laughs> like that sucks <gasps> um, I and then there was just more bullying along those lines of like how I looked and my face and then I don't remember what else, but I spent a long period of That's time.
0: heartbreaking. I know,
1: but I spent a long period of time in like year five and year six so my last two years of primary school, having lunch, so locking myself in the bathroom. Like and she's then, the man. Yeah, and like having lunch on the toilet. And like I have such a vivid memory of like the cleaner. I forgot what her name was, but like she had picked up that i was in there because a couple times i'd be eating my lunch like waiting for the countdown so then i could go back to class and like she'd like knock on the door because i'd be in there for longer than 15 minutes and then i would be like fuck oh yeah so like that is it was a pretty traumatic time like i just felt like i was just get like under attack essentially Mm. just people being mean and i didn't know how to respond so i just felt very alone Mm. and um I even remember in year six, because I really wanted that year to be over, because then I'd go to high school. Mm. I, like, even changed the clocks in my house, so I was late to school every day for my mum. Oh. So, like, rather than it being 8.30, so sorry, mum, but it was, like, 9.30, because then I would miss, like, being stuck at school with these people.
0: Oh, is this in primary school still? This is primary yeah, school wow. still.
1: Yeah, Yeah, but... Like, along the way, like, I picked up really good friends and, like, some of, of my friends are the best people, like, still my besties in, like, high and school. I'm
0: assuming they were not the friends that were bullying you.
1: No, not yeah. at all. Um, Absolutely not. And it's just the primary school memory, I just felt like that had a really big impact on, like, if I was in a group setting following this, I would just have a feeling like, oh, someone's talking about me or something's mean or I'd just be really self-conscious and I really just didn't know how to handle it. And it took a long time of me being able to work through that and also just realize how to not be reactive think about how that actually impacts, like how that reflects on other people not me but that
0: sucks that's really heartbreaking yeah
1: but no one would really know that because maybe they just think that I'm confident now Mm. or like whatever I don't know what people's perception is of me obvious um at all really Mm. but it's just like if you've ever had an experience like that and you feel alone like don't feel that way because I can tell you that myself and so many other people have also felt that way and it sucks but Mm. it doesn't have to define like you being a certain way yeah yeah it reflects poorly on the people that are bullying yeah yeah absolutely
0: what about you i i actually have two sides of a very a couple of a couple of different sides of very different interesting stories okay so i was never bullied to the point where i was like sitting in a bathroom eating my lunch alone however i was really bullied about my body that sucks So like pretty much my whole life, like through primary school, through high school, even like recently, maybe say six months ago by a random guy in a gym. So I have, I'll I'll explain the story. So when I was younger, I, if you guys have not seen me in real life or when I was younger, I was like very, very uh, thin, slim. I weighed about 40 kilos, nearly six foot tall, very, very tiny. And I have really tiny legs. I don't have big legs. I don't really have any calf muscles and I have tiny little ankles. Beautiful legs. My little ankles. Um, and it's that's why I have my ankle insecurity, right? Like yeah, this is where it all stems the, from. Yeah, yeah. And like it doesn't really bother me now. Like it is what it is. I will flaunt my ankles, whatever. It doesn't bother me. But me back in the day, people used to call me matchstick legs or spaghetti legs and threaten to – bash me in quotations and snap my matchstick legs. And at the time, like, although they didn't like actually bash me and snap my legs at the time, all of that was leading me into having warped, uh, warped perceptions, of the way that I looked. Yeah. So then I would always be uncomfortable or Because I'm taller than everyone majority of the time. The first thing people say to me is, wow, you're so tall for a girl. Wow, your legs are so skinny. Wow, you need to eat more food. Yeah. Yeah. And it was almost like I remember logging into Facebook when MySpace had just transitioned into Facebook. Remember how everyone stopped using MySpace and went onto Facebook. And I remember reading a thread like when people would comment on people's walls instead of like direct messaging them. It was a thread from these girls that I went to school with. If they're listening to this, fuck you guys. Not kidding. Fuck you guys. No, I'm not <laughs> kidding. <are> these girls? <laughs> um, these girls, and they had written a thread, and on the thread I was reading it, and it pretty much said, like, ha, 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 she's going to get what's coming to her. We're going to snap her little matchstick legs, like all of this shit. Yeah. So instead of me being reactive because – If you guys know me, I've had no filter. I've never had a filter my whole life. I was not born with a filter. Instead of me being reactive, I printed it off and took it into the principal's office and I was like, there you go. And they had their like, um parents called into the school and everything like that and safe to say nobody ever bullied me again from that point because obviously when your parents find out i went to like a religious girl school like that shit was just not on so very interesting then on the flip side of that i have another um uh, perspective or perception of of this point of view so when i was in Primary school. I've never really spoken about this on the podcast. Shout out to my mum. My mum was diagnosed with like stage three or four breast cancer, and at the time it was like a very taboo topic. My mum was very uh, secretive about the whole diagnosis, which is fair enough. She kind of just wanted to battle it on her own. She didn't want us to know too much about it, given the fact that I was probably twelve or uh, maybe ten or twelve at the time. I was quite young. Yeah. So when I heard cancer, the only thing I knew was death. So yep. for me, I was like, oh my God, my mom's going to die. She said, don't tell anyone about it. I didn't tell anyone. Yeah. I remember there was a certain group of girls at, at primary school who found out that my mom was sick and decided to tell everyone. Yeah. And this is a different perception on bullying because I was made out in that situation to be the bully because I remember having a go at these girls being like, why the fuck would you tell anyone about this? Like, this is a really personal thing that's to my family, not for everybody to know. And yeah. then everyone started treating me different. Like because my mom had cancer. I was like the kid that everyone was like, are you okay? Like, do you need extra support? And I remember being pulled into the principal's office on multiple occasions, being accused of bullying these girls because of having a point of view of like, you can't tell people this information. Yeah. So I have kind of experienced both sides of like being bullied, having really nasty shit said about me, being torn down but also on the flip side being painted as a, as a bully as well for standing up for myself yeah so i guess the biggest lessons that i've learned and if you are somebody who is struggling with bullying at the moment or maybe you have a group of friends who constantly talk shit about you behind your back or yeah. whatever it is it doesn't have to be bullying in a, in a school setting anyways or a workplace setting but the best advice is don't react yeah so when i reacted to somebody spreading information about you know my mum being really unwell that reaction led me to trouble yeah that reaction led me to being painted out as um confronting confrontate confrontational confronting is the same thing okay get it together Get it together um or like being painted as the bully for standing up for the things that i didn't think were right so sometimes obviously yes you need to stand up for the things that you think are right and believe in but then sometimes having that reactive um reaction just gives these bullies more ammunition ammunition and fuel to play with. So the less reactive in my experiences, the better. Yeah. I also have this saying move with kindness. Even if someone really fucking hates me and I know that they hate me and I know that they've spoken shit and it's factual evidence, plain to painted out black and white. I will always be nice to you yeah, because I don't have anything against you, even if you have something against me.
1: I just don't have the energy for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: but I will still be kind to you. I'll still say, hi, how are you going? Like I've never really had an issue with like then me turning into a bully on the flip side and trying to match their energy. No. I'm just like, you
1: cool. know what?
0: Cool. Hey, how are you going? All yeah. good. No worries. Yeah. Now the third thing about my body. Yeah. So a lot of it was... <laughs> it's, this conversation actually like really upsets me. And I remember bawling my eye. I'm not a crier. Like if you guys don't know that, I'm not like a very big emotional person. Like I kind of just like get on with life, which is probably not the best thing ever, but yes, let's have we, a cry. Can, work on we can work on that. Um, but I remember, so a guy at the gym who is loosely acquainted to my boyfriend. Am I going to have to fight this guy? Yeah. Okay. Well, we never see him. He's not like part of our friendship group, Great. nothing loosely acquainted, like just a gym mate. Like, Hey bro, how you going? Bro, Went up to my, Boyfriend and turned around and said to him, wow, Kate has a really odd body. And I was like, what do you mean by that? And he was like, oh, he meant like, your legs are really tiny. I have
1: an example as well. And
0: then I actually just like, full. I left work and I got in my car and I just bowled my eyes out. And I was like, I think it was a lot of the trauma yeah, from when I was a kid, Previous. it's a directly related, like, oh fuck, her legs are so tiny. Yeah. And I know that this sounds like such a fucking privileged thing to say, But it really fucked with me because when I was a kid, that was all I would hear would be constant bullying about the way that I look and the way that my body looks. And now as I've evolved into an adult, like I'm very confident in my own skin. I'm very confident in my body now. But that was not always the case. Done a lot of work on that because I've spent a lot of my life having warped perceptions and views of the way that I look because of the things that people have said.
1: That sucks. But I think that... Yeah, sorry, fuck that guy. Um,
0: <laughs> fuck you, dude.
1: But I think as well, like, your reaction is based on your experience and how you feel around that. Mm. Like, that's just your perception. It's like it's the worst thing ever. It's what you've always heard, even though it's, yeah. like, such a an odd thing to comment on another person's body. It's just, like, so don't odd. do it. Just don't. Like, ever. Like, don't comment. Not at all. Ever. Ever. Um, something that I've found really helps if somebody was overly mean or said something nasty like say if it was directed towards me like on the theme of like not being reactive like mm. if it's just like let them be your kind of thing also just like asking them like do you feel okay because mm. like that was that was pretty mean like are you, are you feeling okay because like as soon as you like just question like are you okay it just instantly just catches them off guard and they're like well fuck versus just, like, fighting fire with fire. Yeah. But if you just, like, question that and don't give it... Oh, my God, I'm fully teased out. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are getting more than you were bargaining for today.
0: <laughs> Gemma's only fans. You heard of here first. Oh, fans. my God.
1: Um, but, yeah, I would just say not, not reacting, yeah. just, like, asking them if they're feeling okay, like they're gonna feel silly for the fact
0: that they're being mean. But that's like in any situation, yeah. like if someone's coming at you with hate on a video, they're saying it in person, they're commenting on the way that you look, actually just saying like, whoa, that was really hectic. Like, yeah. are you, are you all right? Not in a confrontational way, though. Not like, you fucking right, bro. No, but But, more just
1: like, are you feeling okay? Because like someone who's happy and secure in
0: themselves is not doing that. But also as well, I think that that can be a really nice thing for that person to have reflected on them. Yeah. Because sometimes as humans... If you don't call it out... But also sometimes people just say things again without a filter and without thinking. Yeah. So sometimes actually reflecting that to someone like, whoa, are you okay? Like, is something going on? That was a really crazy reaction to have. Yeah. Might actually give them a little bit of internal reflection yep. to then be able to have something highlighted to them that potentially is not the nicest trait of theirs.
1: Yeah, I think that's actually a good thing.
0: Being confrontational or being like, you fucking okay? Yeah. Even though that might be your initial you reaction, yeah. yeah,
1: for sure. I think that like just calling it out. But in then a productive can I also way.
0: just say, sorry, this is spicy. But if then someone's I'm,
1: mean sometimes just fuck them. Yeah, like
0: yeah. like on the flip side, if someone's being an absolute fuckwit, like I'm gonna be the first person to say, what are you doing?
1: I also feel slightly hypocritical in the terms of how I would react if someone was mean to me, is different to how I would react if someone was mean to my friend oh, I'm coming
0: for blood, baby. <laughs> sorry, like, like, I know that's see ya. fucked.
1: But, like, if someone said to me, like, Gemma, you are fucked. I really don't like you. I'd be like, okay. But if someone said, I'm going to snap your legs, and I was within the same arms reach, them, I'm charging. Like, yeah, game I over. Just, I just feel differently about my people. I don't yeah. know what that's about, but I...
0: I think it's just a protective thing. I'm the yeah. same. Like, yeah. if someone comes and says something nasty about Amand, I'm like, I'm coming for blood. They say it about you, see ya. Kind
1: like, sorry, but... I'm going to go back, so bullying, primary school, that sucked, that impacted how I, like, navigated my early teens, mm. early 20s, didn't feel like I had a voice, struggled in a social setting, always felt like people were talking about me, mm. wasn't good, it took a while to get out of that. If I could reflect on what I would do differently, the three things would be I would not be re- not be as reactive, mm. so just put it back on them, which I didn't have the confidence to do at the time, but that's what I would do if I could go back in time. I would do what you did, which is tell somebody, like tell a teacher, tell someone that Mm. I trusted. So then it could at least be addressed at a higher level. Um, and I would also try to get some other external support Yeah, because I just kind of navigated that by myself and was very internal, introverted, Mm. struggled in silence
0: yeah yeah I'm the same I think all of those points that you mentioned are very valid the only thing that I probably add in that I would do as well is like start looking a little bit more internally yeah so I think for me I was like you very swayed by what people thought of me which meant which meant that I started to act accordingly so it rocked me and it rocked me so for example if you were to if I heard that you said to somebody that oh um you know Kate's really loud when she speaks then i would start being really quiet when i spoke yeah or i would try and change the way that i actually naturally am yeah
1: i wasn't confident within myself yeah Yeah.
0: so i think for me i would and to be honest like i didn't really do start doing any mindset work until up until two years ago so for me i'd probably get on top of that stuff a little bit earlier on obviously if you're a young kid you can't but yeah if you are you know majority of our listeners are roughly our ages so yeah If you are in that position, it's like start being a little bit more inquisitive, build some self-awareness, build a little bit more emotional intelligence, start looking deeper on who you are as a person to help drown out the noise of other people putting their projections, perceptions, opinions of you on you.
1: And when you become really
0: solid, yeah, like
1: really solid in yourself, like your foundations, what you believe in, you know, that you're a good person, like you just don't feel like that
0: swayed by anything you become like an 800 year old tree those roots are so deep no one can rock you
1: yeah and on that note i'm out (laughs) and on that note
0: we're done we love you guys so much thank you so much for listening i'll do the outro thank you so much for listening we love you guys so much if you enjoyed today's episode please make sure that you give us five stars on spotify we have a goal to hit 100 five star reviews baby and if you're not participating in that goal i would question you to say what are you doing and <laughs> start participating <laughs> please, please. Um, we love you guys so much and don't forget to share us across your socials follow us coach Gemma, the kate morris or let's talk and Aww. we love you love you bye, bye.